thing. Okay, ask me questions. Literally ask me questions. Ask me anything. Happy to answer anything. Um, I'm so happy that it's like nice and quiet. Uh, so I was like, oh, it's a perfect time to do a live, yay. And ask everyone how they're doing this Saturday night. There's not a lot of things open. So if you wanna hang out here and drink tea with me, um, I'm happy to chill. You could be drinking wine. You could be drinking vodka. You could be drinking a cocktail, a mocktail. Water first, always recommended. Uh, okay, let me take some questions. So Taylor Anthony saying, do you take on one-on-one -on -one nutrition clients? I do. Uh, I see, uh, in the past, I used to see 20 clients at a time. Now that I'm doing other things, a lot of other things, I'm so blessed. Uh, I still see about 10 to 15 private clients and I absolutely love them. And I'm definitely open to more, especially in the next six weeks. Some people tend to go away for Thanksgiving or kind of like fall off. So if you're someone who actually wants to step up and work with me privately, you absolutely could do so because I have some more time now to take on private clients and I'm like really pushing people hard. Uh, and my private clients are doing really well. So I'm happy to work with you, even a couple of sessions. Thankfully, because I have a podcast and I have a weight loss program and a book, it's really great my private clients tend to be more in tune with my philosophy. And so then we could really get to the fine tuning and the specializing and the individualization of the matter, especially if there's a matter like prediabetes or just high cholesterol or a wedding coming up or something like that, um, or just like a birthday coming up. That's what inspires a lot of people I work with. So I'm happy to help individualize it for you. Uh, okay. Answering some questions. What healthy things to pack on the go when I work 15 hour days. You know, there's so many uh, nurses, healthcare workers, um, transportation workers who are trying to eat healthy and the 15 hour shifts, the 12 hour shifts, the overnight shifts could be really, really difficult. Um, same goes for new parents um, with a new baby and so forth. So the lack of sleep first and foremost is gonna make everything a little more difficult. So it just takes planning really well. If you're ever not sleeping, I like to say sleep is like the underbelly of weight loss because you can keep losing weight. Like a wheel can keep turning if there's kinks in it. But if you're not sleeping, it's kind of like bicycling through mud rather than bicycling on concrete. That's the example I like to say. Sleep just makes everything a little more difficult because your hunger hormones are up. What tells you to stop eating that you're satisfied or low. So that's leptin, it's down. Uh, and you're just foggy all day looking for a recharge and re quick energy usually comes in the form of carbs. And studies consistently show that when people sleep less, they tend to not just eat more, but eat more uh, high carb and high sugar food. So the lack of sleep is really what gets new parents and shift workers, I feel like the most when working with them privately. And then just, you know, you have to prepare um, and have it really prepared because whenever you are foggy and not thinking clearly when reaching for food, it's just always easier because insight in stomach. So having like baby carrots and cucumbers and really delicious dips all prepped just makes healthy living easier, which will always increase uh, your rate of success, always. Um, and that's why I'm excited for my diet bets um, because this is an accountability group that kind of reminds you that you have, and you have a whole community supporting you and reminding you to be healthy. Your community and your environment and who you surround yourself with play a major role and factor in your ability to lose weight and stay focused. So surrounding yourself by a like-minded community who's trying to get healthy together is amazing. Uh, and that's why I'm so thankful for the communities I've built, both in my mindset membership and my upcoming diet. But if you wanna just give it a try, it's amazing. Um, 
Is it just me or do veggies make you super bloated? I want to answer this question. So many people are like, Alana, you eat so many veggies. You tell us to eat so many veggies, um, but don't they make you gassy? Uh, and my best response there is that being gassy after eating vegetables is actually a good sign that you have a healthy working gut. Um, because all the prebiotics and healthy bacteria in your gut are actually feeding off the amazing prebiotic fibers in the veggies. And when they do ferment, when good bacteria kind of eat off and ferment, they do give off a slight gas. Um, but it's always better for you than not. And the more you eat them, the more you get used to them and you, your body just adapts to eating more vegetables. And as a result, creates more digestive enzymes to help break them down. Um, and enzymes all work on if you don't, use them, you lose them, like type of thing, because our body just works so efficiently. So if you don't drink alcohol for many, many, many months, like over a pregnancy or something, and then you drink afterwards, you can get really tipsy really fast. And that's because we weren't making alcohol dehydrogenase, so the alcohol stays in your system longer and you feel a little drunker. So the same thing is when you start to eat vegetables, I don't know if you understand that analogy, but when you start to eat vegetables, the same thing goes. Your body isn't used to breaking it down as efficiently, so it might sit in your gut a little bit longer and therefore, the healthy bacteria feed off of it uh, and thrive off of it. And as a result, if you're not going regularly enough, it can build up and be gassy and bloat. Um, but it does take time. You can ask your doctor about taking digestive enzymes um, and you know, just drink a lot of water, stay active and keep your body working and it'll get more used to the whole process. And it's definitely a worthwhile process to get used to. Okay, fun mocktails for the holidays. Uh, I love teas. I love teas so much, so much, so much. Um, so I'm drinking, I got a tea from Starbucks. It's the Jade Citrus Tea. I asked for stevia and almond milk. That's my trick to make it creamy. Um, and then I got coconut chocolate teas this season. I honestly just splurged on like $35, $40 worth of dessert teas because they carry me through the whole winter. And it's probably what I would have ended up spending on chocolate covered bark um, or gourmet muffins or a huge popcorn tin I didn't need. So I love good dessert teas. Um, chocolate coconut tea I've been absolutely loving. I think the brand is Republic of Tea. I'll do a swipe up maybe in my story. It's so good. Stevia milk. It tastes like a hot cocoa, um, but for like, you know, under 30 calories or something like that, rather than getting a hot cocoa and wanting to drink ounces and ounces and ounces of that, which can add up to like probably pounds over the next <laughs> three months of a cold, dark winter in my, in my history. Um, okay. Uh, Someone's asking about, um, is it okay to diabet while pregnant, yay or nay, nay? The whole point of the diabet is to uh, try to lose 4% of your body weight in four weeks, which is an amazing, healthy, healthy, healthy goal for someone who is not pregnant and who has weight to lose. Um, but if you are pregnant and you're looking for a positive community around healthy eating, you can join my Mindset Membership group um, because there are a lot of pregnant, postpartum women in the group who are trying to just eat well on the To Be Mindset plan, uh, veggies most, lean proteins, fiber-filled rich carbs, healthy fats, um, good amounts of everything and in a sustainable way for your goals. So if you want just a community supporting you in eating well through pregnancy, the Mindset Membership community is probably a better choice. Um, and if you want to actually, if you're someone who's, you know, a little overweight, not pregnant, in a healthy space, and wants to lose weight in a positive and helpful way, and set a realistic and attainable goal, but an also an aspirational and a kick butt goal of 4% of your weight in four weeks, then I definitely recommend signing up for the diet because that's a little bit more like 
everyone's super driven, everyone's super focused. It's only four weeks and we all give it our all and we have amazing winning rates and we've lost over 200,000 pounds and you could also make money in the process and it's really, really, really awesome. Um, so I hope you love it. Advice uh, for to be mindset as a college student struggling with college to stay dedicated, yes. Such a good question because I was on the to be mindset all college. Um, throughout college, I, my freshman year, I'll share a little bit about my story. I got to college. Um, I'll give weights, but um, basically I got to college. I was a size eight. I felt I was a really good weight. I really felt like I was a good weight. And then I, after freshman year, I did this like real intense, like fitness. I spent all summer on my fitness after freshman year and I got like really swole because I had a crush on the personal trainers at the gym, at the camp I was working with. And I did a lot of weightlifting and then I went back to my dorm room sophomore year of college and I just did like yoga and I got like super lean. Then I got to my leanest and then I really like just kind of fluctuated, drinking, living in the sorority house and so forth. Like I really had to watch my weight through college, but I probably lost um, a total of like maybe 15, 16 pounds through my four years at the University of Maryland. So I was really doing the 2B mindset, but in a very flexible way. And also maintaining like a 75 pound weight loss also that I went into college with. Uh, so some of my favorite tips is at night when we would come back from the bars after we ate a full day's worth of food and drink like tons, tons. Um, you know, everyone would go for pizza and bagels and just like really, really like decadent nacho style Chinese food type things. And I would instead like try to fit those things in during the day. And when we got back from the bars at like one in the morning and I knew I just wanted to drink a lot of water and get to bed and be able to maybe work out the next day or just be able to focus on my studies, I would go into the salad bar um, where I lived, there was like a full kitchen. I would take out the marinated artichoke hearts, the hearts of palm, and like douse it with this delicious miso ginger dressing. I would make egg mugs at night. So uh, if you actually take liquid eggs, which we had, and you put them in a mug and you microwave them, uh, you can make an omelet. So I would add that with like shredded cheese in it and add salsa, make like kind of like egg mugs late at night. And then I would take all the, everything with the bagel seasoning at the bottom of the bagel box and I'd like pour it in because they didn't sell it in jars now like they do so beautifully. Um, and then of course, like, you know, I would eat Chinese food takeout on occasion, but I tried to get in the habit of like, eat well during the day and try not to eat, you know, from 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. like all the other college kids were doing. Um, and in the library, when I pulled all-nighters, because I did that a lot, I had a harder time with this. I probably was in the habit more of eating goldfish and pretzels in the library at 3 a.m. Uh, than, <laughs> than I ate when I was drinking. But uh, just try to stay balanced and honestly try to work out in college. I was a fitness instructor in college and I think it was the best college job ever because I got to work out and I got paid $17 for teaching classes at University of Maryland. I taught yoga, kickboxing. Uh, so I became a, a you know group fitness instructor and I love that. But joining like the teams in college, like it doesn't have to be professional, but there's so many like mini leagues uh, it's always a good way to make friends and then bond with other kids about something that's like helpful. So COVID obviously makes that a little more difficult or a lot more difficult, but I have one college student I'm working with um, privately and she is, she's, I mean, she did this when she was younger, but she's an equestrian, like she rides horses and they just started 
doing that again um, because they're wearing masks and they're distant and everything else like that. Uh, but tennis is a good COVID sport. Uh, jogging, just, you know, kind of in a jogging team and maybe you're all distant and volleyball, I'm seeing people play. So, you know, wearing masks, obviously being outdoors as much as possible, but in college, I do recommend like getting into some sort of fitness routine and take a fitness class. I took a karate uh, and I got my yellow belt and I got, I think only like a B. I don't even think I got an A on that. Um, okay. All right. Uh, college tips are so helpful. Yay. Thank you so much. I love working out, but struggle with eating well consistently. Also, one thing if you struggle with eating well consistently, um, one, definitely join my diet bet. The link is below. Accountability is everything and surrounding yourself with a community who's doing the same and pushing you towards it in a positive way is key, 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 key. And when you sign up for that accountability and you're ready to do it, one really great tip in terms of like, a lot of people ask me a lot of where should I start in losing weight? Where should I start in losing weight? So have a good goal, have a great mindset, and then have a great plan, obviously. Now, the trick to having a good plan is like, if you're so off plan and so off track, the idea of getting on track and on plan can be daunting. So what I really recommend is focus on like the first three, four hours of your day. Just focus on the first few hours of your day. Like just focus on you wake up at seven, are you making your bed? Are you getting dressed? Are you brushing your teeth? Are you going on the scale? Are you drinking water before your coffee? Are you having, you know, two eggs and two slices of whole wheat toast and some sliced tomato for breakfast every morning? Like, great. Like, you have that down. The rest is pretty, like, it starts to work itself out, but a great way to get started with a healthy eating plan um, and especially a weight loss plan is to impart some level of a consistent morning routine, which is a big principle in my To Be Mindset uh, weight loss program of like how to build that morning routine in a way that's like simple and sensible and sustainable so that when you feel like you have it, like you could go on to what I would recommend doing for lunch and dinner, snacks, travel, emotional eating and so forth. All that's within my program, the To Be Mindset. Okay. Um, Okay, I can relate to eating bagels late at in college. Um, uh, I don't think about food all day and I don't get hungry, but as soon as my two-year-old goes to bed, all I want to do is eat. What can I do? I really recommend... Um, I really recommend you eat more during the day. Um, even if you're not hungry during the day, your body just works more efficiently when it eats in the morning hours. It's just the fact. Uh, it's just not as good for your digestion to eat so much at late at night. So... Just because you feel like you're not hungry all day and then you're eating late at night, it's just a matter of like kind of like a habit and a rhythm um, and a circulation you kind of put your body on and a routine you put your body on, but it would actually work a lot more efficiently. Um, and I really believe it help your energy if you want to experiment. I believe in my personal recommendation, it would be to your best uh, favor to at least try eating in the first half of your day more so than the second half of your day um, and see if that changes your energy. But of course, like consult with your doctor I'm not telling you what to do, especially not over Instagram, but it's just a suggestion that um, I would recommend looking into um, or doing more personal research on. Um, someone is saying, is that a no for intermittent fasting? Um, you know, there's so many ways to interpret something like that. I don't think you should be eating all day at all. Like I have a wonderful program. I have a wonderful principle within uh, my program and my book called Dinner and Done, Find Other Fun. So I do believe that you really shouldn't be eating all hours of the day at all. And I really recommend earlier dinners and being dinner and done. So I'm like definitely in the wave of giving your body a break and not eating all day, which is a great way to help you just you know, set 
like a healthy boundary around food, especially if you're feeling so out of control with food. Um, it, it could help you to just, I believe, eat when you're using the food as energy and using it most, um, which is in the first half of the day. Uh, but I also really believe everyone needs to try track and see what works best for them because sometimes like I, if I eat at 3.30, like no, I can't be done for the day. I have to have something at around seven. I'll have um, maybe scrambled eggs, uh, leftover steak from dinner, maybe some veggies like roasted broccoli or something like that. So every day is so different. Um, so you really can't, I don't believe in any blanket statement. So it's not that I do or don't believe in intermittent fasting. I think everyone has to figure out what works best for them. And even if it does work some days, that doesn't mean it works every single day for you because your social life, right? Like you have a family function or something like that and you have to make yourself live happily and healthily and in a sustainable way with as much flexibility embedded in your program as possible or plan. Um, uh, people are asking how you can book a private session with me. The link in my bio um, on Instagram, you could book a private session with me. I'm not wearing earrings. Um, oh, love to be mindset. I love you. Okay, thank you so much, McCall. Um, okay, I love you all so much. Someone said tips for hypothyroid. My best tip for hypothyroid is getting a really good endocrinologist. Um, the first step, like I work with a lot of clients with thyroid related conditions, but it's usually when, or I'll push them to find a really good endocrinologist and really work towards getting it into a healthy place with whatever assistance they feel is best medically uh, necessary for you. And then it's like, a, then almost anything is possible once, once that gets fixed. Um, and I've seen it get fixed for a lot of people. Will to be mindset work for menopause? Yes. And we have special menopause um, content for you. If you're going through menopause and you're trying to lose weight, I made an entire uh, menopause, uh, lose weight through menopause, better manage your weight through menopause video that I think you would really, really like. And we did some really interesting research for that and came to some really interesting conclusions for that. So the first month is free. You could go to themindsetmembership.com and you could watch it tonight. You could just sign up here and watch that now. Um, okay. Thanks everyone. The struggle is real. I have an amazing husband, but he has different goals and thoughts on health and wellness. Yes, that is tricky. If you have goals and you're living with a spouse who doesn't have the same goals, it can be tricky. Uh, a definite positive people leads to more positive weight loss. I say it all the time. It's my banner on Facebook. Positive people equals positive weight loss. Uh, it's a big principle within my two big mindset program. And if it's not your spouse who's gonna be the one supporting you, then it, maybe it's a coach, uh, maybe it's my diabetic community group, uh, and finding someone even within it to talk to on the sidelines, which a lot of people have been doing within the Mindset Membership. Like they kind of see someone within the group. Like I make these, like these amazing community accountability groups and sometimes people see that they're the same weight and uh, as another person who has the same goal and then they kind of like team up and hold each other accountable and, and talk on the sidelines and positively coach one another into getting healthier and happier and it really works out nicely, which I, I've seen a couple of times now, which is like one of those like beautiful aftermaths that come from joining a community like this is like you really can partner up, meet someone, be inspired by others who really get the struggle, really understand it, but are really trying to make the most of it because the bottom line is like, who you surround yourself with and what you surround yourself with will greatly will greatly help or hurt you. So if you're not currently surrounded by a community of support or healthy-minded people, then it really helps to join a digital community like this that really does feel personal and does feel very connected. And I'm in there constantly of people who totally get it. And 
also feel stuffed like a turkey the day after Thanksgiving and want to just kind of lean out before New Year's and not wait till after New Year's. Um, so it's really a great group. I really, really think it's a great group. And I don't believe in waiting till New Year's to get it together if you feel like you could do it now. Okay. I love you all so much. Um, suggestions for getting back on the bandwagon. I feel like I just kind of did that. So I'm going to post this now so you can watch that if you just came on now. All right. I love you all so much. Join the diet bed. It's awesome. I think you're going to absolutely love it. Um, and we're like working all night now, getting all the posts ready to make it as motivating, inspiring, and amazing as possible. All right. Love you all. And I want you to win that money. Okay. So sign up now. Bye.